Coming up, 20 episodes means uh, we watched a pile of hot garbage. So we're talking about the Legendary War. I'm Rhino. I'm also Ken. And we are the Podcast Rangers. Yes, we are. Welcome to the show, everybody. I, again, am Rhino, one of the two hosts of this show. The other host of this show would be Ken. That is also I. I, Someday I'm going to nail this introduction, but... uh, I will be right there to ruin it for you. You sure will, pal. Um, You you will be the Tim Toolman Taylor to my Al Borland. Yeah, that's right. Al was the real real star. No, I just said you're Tim. I'm Al. I get to say, I don't think so, Ken. Um, I don't think so, Ken. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so we're continuing our trend of whatever the episode number is. We watch the anniversary of that episode number. And unfortunately, we are on 20 episodes. And that means the uh, the legendary. uh, Wait, the legendary battle, right? Uh, I thought it was legendary war. I don't I think it's war in Japan and it's battle in America. I can look it up because it'll be on my recently watched on Netflix. Okay, I am so sorry. I should have paid closer attention because I, I just think about it as being like the last episode of Super Mega Force. But here's the thing for all you listeners out there. Uh, mom. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, you mean my mom? Yeah. If. um. You are going to watch this to like follow along with the episode or watch it after we talk about it or wh- whatever you're going to do. Basically, we're going to do this the same way we've been doing the other ones. We're going to go through the episode. Just talk Legendary about the battle. It is battle. OK, it is. It is, I believe, called Legendary War. The Japan version might be Legendary War. I'm not 100 percent sure on that, but um, we're going to go through the episode uh, and basically just say our thoughts as we watched it. So you might want to pause here and watch the episode if it's not fresh in your mind or just listen to how much we hate it, because I really don't have a lot of positive things to say about it. And I know the fandom at large probably doesn't either. I'm trying. I'm, I'm going to try and I do have a couple positive things. And by couple, I mean two. Um, but it's on the pause. Yes. Um, but it. If you're going to watch this on Netflix, uh, my recommendation, well, I mean, my recommendation would be don't watch any of this, but it <laughs> it is um, it is the there last is- two episodes. If you're watching the show through the Ninja uh, uh, Ninja, good Lord, no, to the Super, Super Mega, Mega Force. Force. But if you search Power Rangers Legendary Battle, it comes up separately as its own little separate thing because um, the, the two parters, the two parter was edited together to be like it's a little extended. There's not much difference, but there is a little bit difference. And honestly, the stuff they added in was like astronomer, the the little like astronomer nod. And I think that was worth watching it alone. Um, Uh, One of my bullet points in my notes, which if you're following along to this podcast, uh, this is one where I actually get to use my notes. So good on you. Uh, But I do have a note that just says astronomer. There's nothing else. It just says Astronomer. I actually have a couple of notes about Astronomer because um, at one, I didn't realize she was earlier in the episode before they were in their suits. I didn't remember that. But also, I was thinking that her story could have tied into the space battle a lot better. We'll get to it, though. Um, so we're just going to kind of dive right in because, you know, you've heard about us talk about it before. I, I do feel like Megaforce and Super Megaforce for me are some of the low points in the franchise. And 
this is why. Okay. So it's very bland. First of all, it's just called mega, you know, it's mega, it's super mega. And then all the things on the show are just mega, this mega, that super, this ultra mega blast, whatever. Nothing has anything above a generic name. Right. Okay. That's an ultra observation. Yes. Uh, thank you, Ken. That was a uh, super mega ultra observant of you, but it's just, it. it's, so beyond that, it was also it was touted as being a celebration of the anniversary season. You think to yourself like, oh, I remember when the announcement came out that this was, you know, that this was going to be two seasons, but they were going to use two different seasons together from from the Sentai to make you know, one two season thing in America so that the mega mode was going to be a power up for the, for the Rangers suits, which was the first mm-hmm. time we'd seen something like this. So already in essence, they're taking away. I don't love the mega, the mega four suits, the, the go see whatever. I don't know what they're called. Uh, suits. I, I'm, I don't like completely hate them, but I don't, I don't love them. But anyway, this show, this series, like Megaphor starts and you've got Gosei, which is this giant morpher head on the wall. And he literally in the first episode says that his mentor Zordon has left him here. Okay. So this, both seasons of these, and the first time we meet the red Ranger, he's having a dream on the school bus about this battle, this legendary battle. And so this is touted as being a season that is going to lead into anniversary stuff. Okay. And not, not a small anniversary. 20 years for a TV show is unfounded. You know, we're, we are approaching, you know, season, we're on season 27, 28. Like it is, this is unfounded and I feel like should be celebrated for what it is. This is not a medial or a small task within the history of television. It's, and it's, it's a lifetime, but sorry, go yeah. ahead, Ken. Well, that's valid. Like it's definitely a show that's been on longer than most of the people who are probably watching it. But exactly the, the fact that you're talking about the this being something that's hinted at in the first episode, it leads people along, and it's unfortunate that it leads them along like it does. Because, and we'll get into it. I've I have two and a half pages of notes, and like <laughs> the whole half page is just like the the actual quote unquote legendary battle. And I say quote unquote because. I'm angry uh, and I'm like the angsty like Ninja Turtle about this because it's it's Venus. Yeah, (laughs) probably. But it's um, it's just really unfortunate how they handled this. Well, it's it's funny that you just you just said you said the you know, legendary. And I think it couldn't be farther. I think they could have called this the forgettable battle. It's so to to preempt this like i own a couple of seasons of power rangers digitally just because of like in times of like not having cable like it was easier to buy them digitally um through like amazon or voodoo or what have you girl you do not have to preface why you own i own almost the entire series i'm only missing the middle pack of those those series well i own all of them on dvd and i was like well i want to keep up on it and i want to be able to watch this but they were putting it out digitally before they put out like dvds yeah like itunes right they were selling like individual DVD sets of like weird arcs. And I was like, well, I'm not going to do that because I've been burned by that bridge before. Right. Um, so I bought them on voodoo and it was the entire seasons. Uh, 
I didn't hate Megaforce or Super Megaforce like while I was watching it because I was like, I like uh, the suits are are decent enough. Like there's enough aesthetically interesting things. And I loved seeing the older suits. And some of the things I have in my notes is like seeing the older costumes in high definition and seeing some of the older weapons or zords or what have you. Like that stuff is is very much like playing on the nostalgia aspect of it, especially if you aren't if there weren't seasons of it in america but you see some of the no, seasons no. That you recognize unacceptable first of all <laughs> unacceptable what you just, the thing about the the non the not i keep calling it the mighty Morphin series but like un, I, I i'm not saying that they couldn't have incorporated the sentai suits that we didn't see but un I, for, for my thing is that unacceptable like you could have i i do really appreciate how boom studios rolled the sonic ranger suits that we see into being the psycho ranger story um i think that was really genius that gave backstory to this thing that's crap that they couldn't just have filmed merit like from what i've seen of beast morphers so far and yes i understand that beast morphers is hasbro not saban and whatever but like they there is a plethora of american filmed scenes that look just as good as their counterpart if not better sometimes you know obviously mm-hmm. because the years have passed and the quality of the filming has has increased you know n- nothing against that nothing against the source material or the source series things like that came before mighty morphin in the sentai series i have i have nothing but respect for those as what they were but they are not part of our series they right. and if this is a celebration of the 20 years of what this this brand of Power Rangers has been around the world because I'm in the majority of the world. It is Power Rangers. It's not Sentai. It's mostly Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. But I do I do acknowledge that without Sentai, we wouldn't have the show. So I am not saying right. that Power Rangers well, is more so- important. But my thing that bugs me is that I think they did a better job in the few seconds that you see scenes like with Sonic Rangers, uh, uh, Prism Rangers, whatever the whatever the heck they gave all these things names were. They had better, more unique names than the actual series long names of everything. Also, how dare you have a series with the pirate suits and all this stuff and not use the word pirate a single time? Okay, okay, okay. So like we were getting ready to watch this and I was watching this and I like the first episode. So I have two notes initially the start like boob Megazord is one (laughs) the the lady monster that shows up and like she starts to attack. She's like, oh, Oh, no, 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 no. Ken, stop. We have to go further back. I have notes way before this. Well, so, but to tie into your pirate thing, my fiance was watching it and she saw the the ship and she saw them with their steering wheels. And I'd recently been playing like Sea of Thieves on Xbox and she goes, oh, this is a pirate season. That's cool. I was like, guess what word they don't say? And she goes, what, pirate? And I was like, yeah. She's like, wait, I was joking. What do you mean? And so I had to explain the fact that this is, they have so much pirate imagery and they do not acknowledge it at all. No. Well, and, it's like a joke. Well, and that's the thing. And, and like, that's fine. You don't want to wrap that into the storyline or whatever, but what, anyway, I feel well, like I was making, a, making so. a point a long time ago, which was about, 
the fact that this it wasn't just an anniversary special. This was touted as an anniversary season. This was going to be season mm-hmm. long like this, you know, so they hint at Super Mega Force at the beginning of Mega Force. Not even hint. They literally show you. And then uh, In the first su- episode, it's like you sh- they show you the clip. And right. So you, you get all the way through Mega Force and you're finally at Super Mega Force. And then they're like, OK, well, it's a power up. And you're like, oh, OK, uh, is like pirate mode. And you're like, no, it's Super Mega Mode. Okay. There's a whole but lot th- of, then, of giving the benefit of the doubt to the season while you're watching Megaforce and Super Megaforce. You're just like, all right. But like the I'm things gonna... they chose to film and take out make no sense when in the end they just leave in all this stuff that they did. There, it, it's a whole behind the scenes thing that you'd have to read about. But anyway, let's talk about the episode specifically because we are 12 minutes in and we haven't said anything about this specific episode yet. You just so sound really angry. Just talking about this episode alone, okay? So the difference here with a lot of other anniversary specials is that this anniversary special is also it's the 20th anniversary of the show, but it's the 20th anniversary like special. And it's so it's a it's a combination of things. They it, It's a season that's using like what a you said earlier. Yeah, it, it's 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 the suits. It's the actors. It's the it's a season long thing. It's the special. It all comes together to be this whole thing that literally amounts to nothing and i am something that was advertised too because i remember like i wasn't able to watch it while it was airing but i remember seeing all the posts of being like we got to do this it's coming guys it's coming like just for two years two years it wasn't a little bit of time it was two years leading up to this anyway okay so i let's just let's just dive into the episode i you know i essentially this episode I felt like when I was rewatching, it was kind of modeled loosely after um, countdown to destruction in terms of what mm-hmm. happens. It's basically a final battle where all of the, all of the villains armada from across all the galaxy, um, which I feel like universe should have been the word they use because the universe is bigger than a galaxy, but whatever, I don't know anything about space, but um, the, all of these, like what they say are thousands, then end up being millions. And you're like, Oh my God. Okay. First of all, pump the brakes too many things, but, but they, they have this, the armada shows up. All right. There's a big destruction. The Rangers do whatever they can. They lose a lot of stuff in the battle and then they're all destroyed. And then um, after that destruction, they have their like final showdown. And then, so it, it is very reminiscent of, in terms of like, the beats and how it goes reminiscent of countdown to destruction. Okay. Like an homage to that. And that's fine. And that, that would normally work great except for the show is terrible. So first of all, I wrote in the intro, I hate that they, I forgot how they used to say their names when Nickelodeon took over in the beginning. Cause they haven't yeah, done that. I, for a while. I had forgotten that too, because, and I looked at my, it was like, I forgot Gia! Names. Troy, Jake, yeah, it just happens, and I'm like, can kids not read? I I really don't mean mean to be that rude, but well, if you're not of reading age, watching, should you be watching the, the show seasons, where you're fighting? Like, if you're watching the old seasons, it's like the actors' names. It's not like is it them as Tommy or as Jason? Like, well, it's right, that, it, right. It teaches them a weird thing because you're just like, okay, that person is true, and I'm like, my first thing is, okay. The reason why I really don't like that they say the names is because it treats the audience like they're stupid. And I hate when people treat children like they're stupid. Children are not stupid. Children are, I find, more intelligent than many adults I meet. Like they absorb information in different ways that you as an adult do not remember or do not understand. But they 
they are not unintelligent and they are emotional and they know enough. Also, your Rangers never change their clothes. You don't have to say their name. If they can't tell that the person dressed in red head to toe is the Red Ranger, then they're not going to learn it the by somebody going, try. They, they would have a problem with is Jake because he swaps between the green and the black Rangers in like, that's the only one that has an excuse. Okay. So I wrote, um, when the opening does start, I do actually really enjoy that one shot. That's like the drone shot or, or, or the, uh, where they're like running along the beach and like the water's flowing in because I, I'll, I'll say this, the cinematography in that one shot of them running on the beach is beautiful. They like shot There's, this right at sunset in the golden hour and it is just gorgeous, but none of that exists in the shots that I do enjoy. Like, there's one later on where it's like a slow motion shot with like the smokes from like it's like smoke from missiles like interweaving between like the Red Ranger fighting like that is very cool. But it's there's it's so few and far between and it's very like vanilla for the entirety of this season and this special Um what should be special? I, I'm, I'm not saying special like in general, but like it should be the special thing. And like, there's like one or two cool shots. I, I just I, like so I, I wrote like so the whole thing is like the Silver Rangers leaving because they they have, uh, you know, bef- the, the preface up to this is that they've defeated their their big bad guys. And and he's like, well, I'm going to go back now to restart my planet, I guess, planet of one. But. Um, and, uh, he's going to like leave on the ship. So he goes to leave and this is irrelevant. Like the main villain, right? Yeah. There was like a prince they defeated in the episode. before. So how upset do you think you would be? Was he a villain that lasted two seasons? I don't remember from watching this. Like, no, the, the, the villain on the shows when they do the two seasons is not, has not often, I don't think has often been the same villain. I think it's like a similar thing. Like in Dino charge, they had, sledge and then it was snide but like sledge was kind of still around how upset you would be if you had been watching this like for two seasons and like well the legendary war and then like they defeat the main villain you're just like oh wait i i can't really get completely hooked in a season when the entirety of the villain base is all suit actors because i need like a mouth i need somebody to be speaking in the moment otherwise it's just no lips moving and just shots of of rubber suits back and forth. Yeah. And like, you know, like, I don't, I don't know. It's that just doesn't, that doesn't really work for me. I need at least one humanoid figure. Like in lightspeed rescue, it was, um, um, Viper, right. Is that, was that, wasn't that her name? The, the woman, the wings, like, and the rest were all suit actors. And I remember even being like, this is borderline for me too, because in one of the issues I, you know, in Zio, I was like, I can't really see anybody talking. It's all, Non mouth movers, you know, and I don't, I don't know. I just, I, something about that. Like, like, I, I'm not saying it's invalid. I'm just saying like, I like as a, a lifelong, like Godzilla or like Gamera fan, like that's one of those things where I'm just like, I get it. Like I understand. No, I I get that. They're that. I just, I don't, I need a humanoid character. Otherwise it feels all identify. It feels too fake. If there's not, I I feel like there has to be a humanoid villain for me, at least like at least one. The the emperor in this, like his mouth, like I understand that mouth isn't going to like match up, but like the mouth barely moves. It's right. It's one of those things where like with Zed, it makes sense because it's just a grill, right? Like it's a straight up, like just literal grill 
with this guy, like he has all these teeth and he looks cool. Like I won't the one of the notes I have, I was like, the emperor looks decent. Like he has the spikes on like the arms and stuff, like just these kind of like protrusions. <sighs> but like his mouth, it would be one thing if his mouth didn't move at all. And he talked, but his mouth actively moves sporadically and has no tie into whatever words are supposed supposedly being spoken from him. Right. Right. And like and, it's just randomly like his jaw is just like, well, it fell open. And it'll it just open a little bit. Yeah. And I, I just I don't like that. I don't know. I, I also wrote these teenagers do not dress like they're in high school. They all are wearing leather jacket, some sort of jacket. Also, they're all wearing jackets. Every single person has a jacket. Have, they could have called have, it jacket force. I mean, I have a jacket note from later on in the episode. Do you want me to go over it now? No. Is it that Noah's missing his jacket? <laughs> Because I wrote, uh, oh, Noah lost his jacket. But well, so no, no, hang on. Well, it's no, Noah we gives, have to go chronologically. Oh, Noah well, does forget. what? Noah gives his jacket to Emma, but is also wearing a jacket. So it looks like she was cold or he was cold. So she gives him his jacket because she gives it back. And it's like wet, hot American summer. Oh, God. Where they just keep <laughs> giving the jackets. Yeah. <laughs> where he, it's just like the guy is cold so the woman gives speaking of wet hot american summer i also wrote it's weird how these are high schoolers because all of these actors are older than the beast morphers actors who are not in high school on beast morphers i mean that's that i understand like i mean you have to think like what is it smallville uh tom welling was like 30 when he was cast and so was uh toby mcguire or no andrew garfield was 30 when he was cast as spider i was gonna say tom welling is 10 years older than superman but also it was not clearly established until like the third or fourth season, what grade Clark was in. Even um, still, he was supposed to be in high school and you're just like, he's 35. But the other ones were in high school. I allow it because he's an alien. Um, is younger than. So then we go into the command center too. And I have to tell you, I just hate the command center. I don't mind that it's in a cave. I think that's kind of interesting. Cool. I just hate that. They're just these random, like, column colored columns no buttons on them whatsoever it's the morpher blown up to a life-size thing on the wall and it's tensu who has no arms so i don't know how he's punching in buttons in this scene because he's clearly is supposed to be like punching in buttons and operating a console Mm -hmm. and i also said does ghost does ghost have a huge ego because wouldn't it have been weird if the mighty morphin power rangers used zordon's head as their morpher yeah i just i I mean, I, that that was always weird because it was also like they're just surrounded by those little like ranger key things. And it's just like you have no other technology in this room. OK, so like and then it moves into like the first beginning of the fight where this this character, Lavira or Lavira or something, the green lady, she she gets a Zord. But oh, then she's like, like and then she says, the Zord is on my, like, her face is mostly the body of the chest of this Zord, but it's yes. the chest. Her face is the chest, not the face. That's why what? I, my first note is boob Megazord, because I was like, <laughs> what is this? It's wearing, like, a halter top, and it's, but it's also the main Megazord. I don't understand, and I was like, this should not fly for a children's show. And here they wrote, I think they defeated her using the ultimate super mega cannon. Come on. Come on. Come on, writer's room. Um, And then super mega cannon. No, it was the ultimate super mega cannon. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm very far off. 
Yeah, you could have had honestly if you were if you want a job on Power Rangers, all you had to do is write the word Ultra Ultimate Super Mega Colossal Super Mega Ultra Cannon. How dare you? I don't think they used the word colossal even a single time, and they could have. Um, I wrote I hate so much that they use seasons not from this show, um, because that final this it's the penultimate episode in a twentieth anniversary season that's celebrating the anniversary of Power Rangers, and. You know, I get it. It's using source material that is celebrating the 40th anniversary of a show. I think it was 40th or 45th. I'm, I'm not sure. Um, and well, excuse me for not knowing that. But but here's the thing. They are two separate things. And I I feel like it's disrespectful to this franchise that you've built. It's also saying that your franchise isn't good enough. And I think there's a beauty in Power Rangers. And, I'm, and it is a symbiotic relationship. So I'm not saying that the Sentai is worthless just because I choose to watch it. Because without it, we probably wouldn't continue to have the show. But... It, at the same time, this is supposed to be a celebration of what they've done here. Right. And it's just, I, a, it's a toss up. I wonder if that comes down to, and like, I'm just playing devil's advocate here, but like they don't have, like if they only focused on 20 seasons of Rangers, there's not 20 seasons of different suits, right? I mean, there's 17 seasons of different suits. Right. But that still leaves a decent, like, three seasons of not having suits. So, like, they You're could, telling yes, me they, you can't make again 40 episodes of a TV show using tw- uh, 17 seasons of suits? Again, if they're, if they're trying to emphasize that it's an anniversary thing and they're, they're trying to say, like, okay, well, we have representation from da-da-da-da-da. I understand what you're saying. Do not get me wrong that I I I'm not sure why they're using Sentai stuff. I appreciate that I'm seeing Sentai stuff in America. Um, but I also like agree with what you're saying, where if it's supposed to be a celebration of what we have grown to recognize as Power Rangers derived from Mighty Morphin, like it should be stuff that we have seen before for the majority of it. Yes. Well, it to me says that the people who are in charge of this do not respect the source. Do not. I don't mean the source material because source material is Sentai. Do not respect the series of power Rangers. They do not respect it as what it is. Uh, That's what I mean when I say that, because it doesn't feel like they, they're they're just either like, well, we don't, we don't have enough money to film the scene. That's one thing. Maybe. Okay. Well then cut it down because we don't need it because this entire episode is turned up to a thousand so it's like i don't need they don't need to switch suits that much you know then just leave them in their regular suits because you film some stuff and also saying you can't film american scenes is a total cop-out too but but i I wrote that beast morphers did more with that one space sheriff episode crossover than this show did with all of their series that they they had to work with okay Mm -hmm. that's a show that doesn't even exist in here at all and they did more with that than they could do with the ones that think I also wrote, oh, my God, they talk so much while they fight. Like, shut up and I just have, do your job. I have they overly talky, and I don't understand why they're talking over every scene. Yeah, and lots this... of unison talking also. Like, they're just t- saying the same thing, but all at the same time. Oh, my God. There is. I wrote a note about the Silver Ranger saying, I don't know how many times he said he was doing this for his planet. And I was like, good Lord, kid, I get it. 
Um, there's also like a weird thing where when they're giving their answer to the Emperor, like they morph into the Megaforce one. Is it a thing where like is Megaforce they still morph into that in this season? Well, so I I, I wasn't really sure because I didn't watch all of it. I, I did try to watch a lot of it. Um, and they they very seldomly ever morph directly into the super mega force mode. They but, would like so, have to morph and then use the morpher. So okay. that was one of those things where you're like, so do you have two morphers? Well, but the thing is like, they're like, well, we'll give them their answer. And then they morph into just the regular mega force. I'm like, well, if you're trying to in instigate and like, be yeah more overbearing but, why would you not immediately go to your super form but later in the episode they do morph directly from civilian into the super mega mode so also it's one of those weird things where you're like okay so your answer is we're gonna be in our that what you just suggested is gonna come up in a line later in the episode that i also our have an answer issue with. is we don't pay you enough mind to go into our mega form um I, I wrote, they thought of better names for the stuff they only used for moments in this show than they thought of for the main stuff in the series. I also said my big issue with this episode are there's no consequences to anything, like the size of the armies, or at least it doesn't feel like there's really that much consequence. Right. But then you get to the kind of toward the end of the episode or the next episode, and you're like, okay, it feels like the city is like kind of on fire and destroyed, and there's people out here. Um, but I said... it. it if this was the world we currently live in, I'm sure people would be like forcing the Rangers to surrender. Isn't that the sad truth? If this was a a reflection of our real reality, America would be like, burn them alive instead of just being like, you know what? Are they wearing masks? Yeah, that's exactly take off their helmets. They're, they're infringing on our rights. Um, I said I like the morph they do when they're retreating back into their Megazord when the Armada shows up because they've morphed, like you said, into that, mega force mode um and then they do the super mega mode but it's like their mega mode is a shadow in front of them that they run into um i hate that that thing is called the q-rex uh i guess i it was inspired by the q-rex from time force but like the coloring and everything is not correct and it literally looks so different that it could be its own thing because it's like a combination of the q-rex and to me it looks like the dino Dino Thunder Megasword. I, I completely forgot they the had doors the are getting destroyed. Yeah, but the Q-Rex was like the Tyrannosaurus sword they had for like a lot of the season. And they called it a Q-Rex and people were like, why are they calling this the Q-Rex? And it's because they're like, oh, well, it's supposed to be like the Time Force. And I'm like, is it? I wrote, oh, God, this RPM Turbo Falcon legendary Megazord where the legs are removed and it rides it like it's the Wild Wild West movie with Will Smith. It's a giant spider. It was just like where it was like, get rid of your legs. The car is our legs now. I hate it so much. It's so terrible. Also, like so much of this is CGI where it's just like you, you, it's. I said it's visual gibberish. Visual gibberish. Essentially like clip art, like pasted on top of each other. And you're just like, sure, I guess it works. Whereas like with older seasons, when you have physical actors and these kind of like pseudimation things, and you're doing this kind of Godzilla Gamera thing, like there's ramifications for poorly designed suits. Right. And well, yeah, you like can't swing an arm a certain way. You can't kick a certain way. You know, it's just CGI nonsense. And it's, you have to accept it, and it looks bad. 
Well, none of it's clear either. It's not. It's not a hundred percent. It's like it's like what you said there, because there's no like real world uh, uh, ramif- physical ramifications with like physics and stuff. You just kind of it's hard to follow, and it is that visual gibberish. And so it it really is like I'm kind of done with this, and I don't really care. And I that's been one of my big things all along. Whenever it's a full Zord fight that involves CGI, I'm always like I'm kind of taken out of it. Uh, mm-hmm. but also when the Megazord is destroyed, finally, after they destroy like essentially everything they have, whatever, I don't care. Um, and they all fall out classic style out of their Zords and land on stuff. Um, Noah and Troy would be dead if they landed the way they did like yeah. Gia or, or um, Emma lands like in the sand and Gia's like over here and, and Jake's like, fine. But like Troy literally lands on a pile of bricks and then Noah lands like, but like, no Troy lands like the letter V like brick up through the midsection and then like bent in half. And then He's Noah lands on, on bricks. It, yeah. And it's like, okay. If I was a child, I'd be like, this is crazy. Mom, they're dead. uh, My whole thing with this is like, because then, you know, then the, this is kind of where it transitions into the part two, where finally the legendary Rangers kind of just randomly start showing up. If you're watching this battle. So you can see, you see like Carter and Dana and their appearance does make sense to me. It's like, okay, they're the firefighter and the, and the, uh, the EMT and, and they're like helping people. And that makes sense. I hate the helmet thing, but I get how it could help. Flashes are stupid. But specifically, the noises are stupid. Well, the the helmet flash is, I do agree, is stupid. And I get where it was there. Maybe beca- because, again, it's saying your audience is stupid. But here's the thing. If the kid watching this doesn't know Lightspeed Rescue, right. they're just going to see two people helping and not know who they are. And that's OK. It's OK not to have known who they were. It's special for those of us who do know who they are. You don't have to, like, drive it down their throat. Well, in so like maybe make it more subtle but don't do the flashes of noise that makes it seem like or are they morphing or no what was like did it actually happen did that person see the helmet is did only we see the helmet i I, my thing was so this is all started happening i started to think I really wish that what they had done for this season was all these 10, 12 Rangers, however many Rangers we visually see like their faces and what they're doing in this episode. I wish they had just invested on having them come back in other episodes. Like if, if like Leo and Damon and, and astronomer had come back in a separate episode that had to do with something out in the galaxy, because these villains are from another galaxy, like and then just in the last episode only had, and, and I, you know, you know how I feel about like Tommy being too much of the show pony. If, but this is the first time Tommy's been back on the show since like for in a, a significant Thunder. amount of time since Dino Thunder. I think that was like maybe nine years before this or something like that. Maybe, maybe a little less, but, but it's been a while. And I would say like, why not just have him come back? with them when they're down and out and say like, I'm going to go help and get some friends. And he like, so he helps them, but then he goes off and then they do their story. And then he brings them all back all suited up. That would have been okay to me. It feels so much worse to be able to just see somebody for a second and have them not say anything because it says power Rangers are nothing more than just the toy on the shelf and just the visual image of them. And Mm -hmm. it's not power Rangers are the characters 
It is the reason why it's on so long is that, and the reason why we love it so much is that it's all these individuals. It's these characters. And I think that's one of my major problems with Megaforce too, is that none of them are very three dimensional characters. There's nothing to them. They're flat. The whole season is flat because it's a wannabe mighty morphine. You can do teenagers in high school again, like Dino Thunder did and be three dimensional characters that are good and still celebrate the history of the show. But this show did not do that. It said it's all show. None of it matters. It's just a toy commercial. It's just suits and explosions that are terrible. And I hate it. But anyway, that's my tangent on this. Also, what the heck is Leo doing running into a fire? I love that Leo's here. When did you get here, pal? When did Miranoi send people over? Nice names. Yeah, because I don't. Yeah, I literally wrote nice names. What is that line? like is it because the kid's name is danny and his real name is danny like is that a funny what was the dog's I, name it's like b- 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 uh something with a b it's like buster or bruiser or something like that brigsley or brigsley yeah it's Briggsley. it's something where you're like what is that even what nice names and it's like <laughs> is he being rude is he being like wow that's like, a dumb name for a dog Take Imagine care, kid. meeting somebody and be like, oh, hi, uh, you know, my name's, uh, well, I guess when I called Rhino, it's whatever. But like, if you're like, hi, my name's John, my name's Ken. And you'd be like, nice names. You'd be like, screw you, dude. <laughs> like, Give I don't care if you just nice pulled... names. Um, I don't think he meant it. Uh, I do love that we get to see Cassie and TJ working together and that they are the blue and pink in space Rangers mm-hmm. because I love them as the in space Rangers. It is unfortunate that they are completely filmed while hanging over an opening thing because it pushes a lot of their a lot of the meat to their face. I don't mean that in a rude way, but nobody looks good when they're filmed while they're hanging over something. Um and then to get to the 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 penultimate like ranger rescue thing, right? Oh dear God. Who, yeah. Who are the terrible parents who left the little boy in the car? They're like, with- get out, leave Jimmy in the back. <laughs> we gotta go and so like tommy saves this kid and he's like you could be a power ranger so he he uses saba to as an extension cord to like get this kid out right yeah i'm scared here grab my sword (laughs) yeah um and then like his face flashes and it's the white ranger yes yeah okay and and, and if ranger does he show up with wait 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 it's it's deeper than that he's wearing the white ranger communicator okay so his communicator isn't it, it, it could have been green, could have been white. It, it, I, I wouldn't even care if it was black because it would have been like, oh, it's kind of all colors, whatever. You know, um, also the last time we've seen Tommy on the show, he was the Black Ranger. Okay, right? Yes. Not with that communicator, but whatever, that's fine. All right, so he's helping the kid, like you said. Before he shows up at this Green Ranger, you're right, the helmet flashes White Ranger. Tommy pulls the kid out. They're still sitting on the teetering car's hood yeah. when they talk. And the car is still teetering when they get off of it. What? Not safe, Tommy. Bad form. I, I said I do I do like the core idea of this. Like when the Earth is under attack, the Rangers we have here still step up as citizens and help as hu- people. Yeah, as like regular people. I like, don't get me wrong. Like I, for as many problems I have with a season, like these seasons as a whole, like, I don't hate it as much as it sounds like probably I do. Oh, I do. But I like, I like the, (laughs) I like the core idea of like the Rangers that we know throughout history are still doing 
they're still being good people. Yeah. And if for for whatever stances we're in or like kind of situation we're in in the real world, like people should be trying to be good people in general. So like we're seeing these people that we're familiar with, that we appreciate, that we love being good people, continuing to be heroic in in however like small form. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think you should be sitting on teetering cars and <laughs> after you rescue somebody. I, I don't know either. Why are one day you decide I'm the white ranger today. Tomorrow you decide you're the green ranger. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Now we know the explanation behind that. He could be using a master morpher and he just chose to be green ranger because he wanted to be a green ranger. Also, when he is the green ranger, they I had to ditch access to Saba. Well, like why was, why didn't he use, I don't know. It doesn't, it isn't, doesn't make sense. Isn't, isn't the Brachiosaur like that's what it is. The Brachiosaur like the staff. That- isn't that longer and would be more like useful in this situation? They only acknowledge him as white and green. This, I will say that dimensions in danger. When we get to that episode, I like dimensions in danger. Um, and I like that they reference all of his Rangers. He's been, because I feel like that kind of corrects the mistake they made here, only referencing the two. And they're like, Oh, well he was all of them, you know? Um, and then again with the comic book, with the thing. And, and I'm, I'm not a Tommy purist, but still I am. I do find it weird that, he was on the show as a Dino Thunder Ranger, and he, sh- he honestly, I, I get that it was okay. Well, it's, so you're gonna say you respect the show enough that you had to bring back people's favorite Ranger, so you have the Green Ranger. But he's literally, in in terms of like Tommy being on the show, I feel like it's a dig to Tommy. He does literally nothing. He mm-hmm. he helps that one kid, and he says a couple lines and walks in the middle of everyone else. But he is literally useless. This is the. I would I would say that this is the worst use of Tommy as a character in mm-hmm. in the show ever having him come back. Um, also, I wrote a note. So, you know, we move on. The other Rangers are waking up uh, from their uh, comas or whatever they're in. Uh, and I wrote, it's hilarious the way that Gia yells Emma when she's literally right behind her. She's like, Emma, Emma, <laughs> you're like. I, you, you can see her. She's 10 feet in front of you. Yeah, but she might be deaf now. Yeah, that's what I, th- I wrote. Maybe it was the explosions. <laughs> well, and then so like the next aside from the astronomer note I have. Wait, um, what, well, because this is where I got into it being a ripoff of like straight up to the fact that the civilians are around a fire at night talking about what they're going to do, because that's what happens in uh, in Countdown to Destruction. But. Also, Damon's randomly there, but Damon's not in regular clothes. Damon is wearing his Terra Venture jumpsuit. So again, I'm like, how did Damon, Astronema, and Leo get there? Like, Corone, excuse me. Um, and also, like, I, I get that they're like, oh, well, they all know each other and whatever. And it's a spe- suspension of disbelief because Wes is just randomly there, too. Um, but but I, I wrote... Uh, because I think Troy says something too right around here. He's like, the past Rangers believe in us. And I said, what? Because he says, was- oh, they trusted us with his, their powers. And I said, I hate this entire storyline. So so my one of my next notes is that Troy's lines all sound like they're redubbed. Like Dolph Lundgren in the He-Man movie. <laughs> like, so Dolph Lundgren has talked previously about how when they were filming the He-Man movie that they redubbed all of his lines and then like essentially like redubbed them again. So it's him, but it's not him in that moment. And it sounds like it's Troy, but not Troy in that moment. All of his lines. Every oh, I th- single one. I think Troy is like 
no disrespect to this person and it's going to be disrespectful, but I think he's the weakest uh, in the show. Uh, I think he's one of the weakest Red Rangers too, honestly. But um, I, I wrote um, then Orion shows back up, but he's in like a different ship. Hmm. Way to get the other ship. He even says I had to open the com or whatever. I don't get it. I wrote the difference between this and 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 um, counter destruction is there's no emotional weight in this. I think that's the difference to the other finales and this being a finale and a special. It's literally so, there's nothing. There's nothing emotional between the villains and the Rangers. There's nothing here. Whereas like in, in countdown to destruction there, you know, it was the first like real big battle to this. There was the destruction. The Rangers are there. They're like, what are we going to do? And then they break apart. And like, you know, Andros tries to be like, well, I'll appeal to this person, all to this. And they do something like that again in this too, because Troy and uh, Orion go off to fight the villains. But it's just like, you don't care. There's no, there's no it's, real weight because they haven't established that prior to this on the show. So it's just a lot of yelling. It's just constantly well, yelling. So the the Dawn fight I I have written down like where I was like, it's kind of neat. Like it, Gia is still kind of like this clutch fighter and they have her shown kind of like in prominence of this. Also, pro tip, if you're playing the Battle for the Grid game, Gia is the one you should have on your team if you want to win that entire campaign uh, because she uh, has super cheap hits. Uh, anyway, but the the thing with Orion and Troy leaving, the crowd cheers on the two Rangers that are running from the fight. Uh, it, it, what? I can't. Do you? Did you not notice that? I didn't like, notice that they were the, doing the, that. The crowd is like, yeah, yeah, go! And Troy and Orion are like actively running away from the other Rangers who, like previously, they'd be like, "Are you sure you guys can handle this?" And they're like, "Yeah, we got it." don't worry and so the ones that are facing off against the monster like the crowd is not cheering those guys on it's cheering on the two that are running away i just i i wrote that it's all it's also generic too it's all there's nothing special going on like there is a lot of those exporgs or whatever they're called but there's no there's nothing special to their fighting. It's nothing impressive. It's, it's and I like, get that that's also a problem. When you think maybe of like source materials, like where they have like specific types of fighting or styles of fighting, like you're not getting that here. And I don't know if it's like a limitation of like, well, well they well, need to like embrace all rangers. No, because it's, I, it's so I weak. When they are just in those super mega force suits, and even when they're in the other suits, they're not doing anything. But I think about Countdown to Destruction, and I, I hate to keep bringing up Countdown to Destruction, but this is clearly an homage to Countdown to Destruction. Like Andros morphs into the battleizer mode, and it's like, oh, he's doing well, but then they shoot him from behind, and he falls, and he they demorph, and they have to retreat, and this stuff. And it made it like, okay, this is overwhelming. This is like, it felt overwhelming. This just felt like there were too many extras. Like it was mm-hmm. too, too much. It, it, it was too much of being like, here they all go. And I maybe part of that is because they're just talking too much, too. They're talking a lot. I mean, like, as it gets to this point, like, I have a lot of, like, notes that kind of, like, overlap where it's um, when they're they're blasting the weapons, like the four rangers that stay behind. Like, it's cool that they're they're firing the weapon and they're getting shot up and they're they're sticking with it to the point where their suits are just gone. Like, I appreciate that. That's kind of neat. Um, but then when you get to, like, where Orion is blasting the the villain and he's, like, kind of impaled him with his blaster and the Rangers are backing him up, it's 
that's kind of messed up. Like, and he just kind of explodes. But this is where we get into the the main issues that I have with this. Well, I wrote, I said everything in this happens just so quick. It kind of makes me nauseous to watch it. Right. Um, so we're less than, uh, if I'm to give you a time, I, I wrote, here. we are from where we're talking about what I'm thinking we're talking about. I said, we're 37 minutes into the episode and we've had less than a minute of the, okay. of the power Rangers. So I have less than seven and a half minutes left for the Rangers to show up. Oh, you're, you're talking about, Oh, I, uh, hold on. I have, I have still so much more here before we, you even have get to notes it. between the other stuff and this. Yeah. Well, cause if I'm at 37 minutes, there's still, there's still like 18 minutes left. Okay. Well, yes. Yeah, so, cause, cause, I, cause clearly well, I wrote I don't re- nothing of worth. I wrote, Oh no, Noah lost his jacket. I said, this is all happening so quick. It makes me nauseous. I wrote it's nonstop yelling. I said, Astronema, when she was the villain, barely raised her voice. And when she did, it was scary. And like, that was the great thing about Astronema. Like, yeah, Rita did yell and that was a, you know, and but that was her thing. Like, and, but Zed had like a firmness. It, it just like, you look at some of these like classic villains. These people are literally just shouting the entire time. Everyone, the Rangers are shouting in their suits. The villains are shouting in their thing. It's just nonstop yelling. So again, it's that problem where I said it's always at a thousand. So it doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. It's like a Transformers movie at its worst. Mm-hmm. I, and I wrote, honestly, as much as I hate that it's always about Tommy, I think it would have been either. I think it would have been a better idea to sprinkle these, all these Rangers appearances into the other episodes and spent the money that way. Um, so that you would have had more time with them and, and you know, it would have made, you would have got more bang for your buck, I guess. And, uh, I said, why does the silver Ranger say super mega mode when he's just morphing and that's his only mode? I don't know, but also his six Ranger mega mode is awful. Where it's just a little helmet. Oh, head. the shield. The, yeah, the shield. That's garbage. Well, I wrote, oh my God, how many times does Orion say this is for my home world? It's at least five. <laughs> like, And I said, where's Robo Knight? <laughs> I have a weird thing where it says they won't shut up and then Robo Knight is a jerk. In my well, because he doesn't show up until the very end, and then he finally does show up, and they're like, "He's like, oh, good to see you again, old friend." I'm like, "Where have you been, jerk?" Yeah, no, he left them for what would probably be this entire season. No, well, I wrote a thousand shoulder, a thousand or more sh- uh, shoulder, sh- shoulders, just shoulder pads everywhere. Everyone's Sold- got shoulder pads. Soldiers show up in the last seven minutes of an episode. This is not going to be good. And I yeah, and I so- wrote, okay. And then the Rangers start showing up, and the first thing that one of them says is, "Who are they? What? Who are they? What?" You've been using their keys for two seasons. And before this, you always say like, oh, I know this thing and the RPM Zord and the Mystic Force Sword and the Mystic thing. Okay, so you know the names of every one of the Rangers. Suits, modes, powers, moves, but you don't know. Well, you're not like, hmm, that but could when, actually when, be that when, Power Ranger. When, when Tommy shows up, they're like, Tommy. Yeah. I'm like, why do you also, why are you teenagers hanging out with a 50 year old dinosaur teacher? <laughs> I, also so, there there is a there is a mistake though too because i wrote how is that red turbo ranger up there when both the turbo rangers are in the next shot and it's tommy and tj walking next to each other because 
The other seasons are consistent. Mighty Morphin only has the five main rangers, and then other seasons are missing whatever ranger is down on the ground about to take their helmet off. So, like, interesting. Yeah, so it's the one they miss. That is always where I'm like, why does no one know that Tommy is was the red turbo ranger Which also and that's fine like, but troy also morphed into the zeo red ranger in that final battle like with the emperor but but like also the turbo rangers if they're up there the if the zeo rangers are up there and the in space rangers are up there the turbo rangers can't be there because they're the same people both mm-hmm. of those teams are the same people like on either side of that. So you can't say they're that's the mistake, you know, like why not just skip over be like, whoops, well, we can't really do that because of this, but like, it, it just bugs me. It also bugs me too, because I feel like there's this thing where they're like, no one is assuming the identity of the red turbo Ranger. And it's a big deal that TJ is the first black red Ranger. I feel like that's not something to be yeah. shoved under the rug. I feel like I mean, that's we've, good we've thing. talked about how like we recognize him more as the, the blue and space ranger. I oh, think that's I, I be, kind of, yeah, like, because I think that's, he's where he's great. But I, I agree. Like as the kind of like main leader of turbo for a majority of it, like, and the, being the first black ranger to black individual to do that should be something that they, they kind of like pride themselves on. And they, kind of just gloss over it i guess uh, maybe it's because they feel like because he's goes from red to blue or something but i I don't think of that as like a demotion i just think about it as a change of a team because like he's he's i mean he led his team to that previously said he took over for tommy yeah it, well i mean that's the thing he he has appeared on the show uh, since then as the I, I mean don't get me wrong if 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 uh tj continues to show up which i hope he does because i do love tj um I I want him to be the blue space ranger because I love uh you know I I I love in space but I just think he's so cool I not that I don't think he's cool as the tur- I think it's just because I don't like the season turbo so like I love seeing him in the blue plus it I always get the impression that whenever he's in the space ranger stuff because he because you know TJ shows up in the twenty fifth anniversary too as mm-hmm. the blue space ranger but I always like to think that like TJ is out there with the other space rangers still kind of doing their thing. So, but like when he's turbo, I'm like, oh, still at the racetracks. Eh, boring. What are you guys doing? Like racing cars and whatever. Cool. But like when they're in space, you're like, oh, you're exploring the galaxies. What are you doing? Racing spaceships? Cool. That's awesome. I just, uh, I wrote, what a waste of Damon, who literally says nothing, but is in like two shots. Like Damon, Wes, uh, although Wes does end up speaking. Astronomer. You know that scene with her, uh, Carone saying I love being a Power Ranger and the astronomer face wasn't in the aired version. That's only in the extended version. That's what I thought you meant when I texted you. I was like, which one are we watching? I'm watching the extended one. Is that what we're sh-? And you just respond astronomer head in that. And I was like, I don't know what that means. It's, it's terrible pasting because the head is not quite the right proportion, but I do love the nod. I do love the attempt at the nod of that. It's almost like I think what this suffers from is it feels like this might have been a season where it was a transition of people like there was some people that were of devout like Power Rangers fandom where they're like, oh, we've got to add the nod to her being astronomer. If we've got Corone, we've got to say something about that because people will love that because and then there's you got the people, the main overview people are like, no, 
we're just a by the numbers people. The Rangers are going to be like this. Um, we want to have it reminiscent of Mighty Morphin. So they have to be teenagers with attitude in high school, reference to Zordon, command center, morphing time. And they're like, okay, well, that's just a checklist. Is it, What is it about the show that they loved? Why aren't you honoring those things? You know, and they're like, oh, well, we've got this one Ernie that seems borderline uh, at best, the portrayal. Uh, and it just is a weird it's it comes off also hollow but when it does make those great like our deep reference like that that's why i think like beast morphers uh, not to keep bringing that up just because i'm watching that right now but excels when it makes some of these references because they feel a little more a little more fluid yeah and like they do actually kind of make sense to the storyline more or less you know um like i mean we'll get into that when we talk about i don't want to talk about it right now but um I honest to God, when the final battle starts and they like they all put their helmets on and they go to run and do the battle, I thought it was going to fade to black and the credits were going to roll up and they'd be like the end. Yeah, well, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised considering the time frame on this because I was just like looking at the time stamp the entire time this because when it got to the point where it was seven and a half minutes left, I actively made sure the time stamp was on the bottom of the screen while I was watching this. And I'm like, this is insane. They've been leading up to this for two seasons and we're getting seven minutes, which FYI, we're not getting seven minutes. We're getting two minutes because the fight doesn't actually start until there's four and a half minutes left in the episode. Four and a half minutes, including credits, which it ends with two minutes and 50 seconds left on the clock, including credits. So that means that there is less than two minutes of a fight scene. Right. Well, and I, and here's here's the thing. I understand it would. It's a struggle. It's a struggle to have a hundred. You know, I don't know how many how many Power Rangers added up individuals there have been over this many years at this point in the twenty years. At that point, like I get it. It's a hard time. You can't. Everyone can't have their their moment in the sun. But that's where it comes in, where you take who you have and you have them have those special moments with their team, you know, and even if it's not their team. And we'll, when we get into Beast Morphers, we'll talk about how I feel like they did the best they could with who they had, but they chose to still acknowledge the fact that they were members of a full team and and do that. But it's just it's again, I wrote I wrote I. The show is clearly made by, uh, hold on, where is it? Um, I said, the special was made by people who just don't understand what Power Rangers means. There's still those adults that look down on it uh, and that it's it's not about the suits. It's it's about the people. It's about what they go through. And it just that was kind of just brushed aside completely. Well, and like to bring up the fact, like how long this scene is with them with just the fighting like that two minutes like it comes down to how much footage that they actually have for this entire see like scene but you can't say that they didn't like it might be limited to what they had because the same like toey is also still doing like the common rider like superhero Tizen series which is like all the common writers doing a movie where it's like all the ones from previous seasons doing this and like together and you have like 30 some odd seasons like all together like this was supposed to be well, that for this, Power Rangers and they did but, film that they they the thing with this is that they not only filmed that one that had more you know twice as many Power Rangers in in that scene or uh, whatever Rangers whatever they call them Sentai you know uh, heroes in this they 
so they managed to do it with twice as many teams. And then they also were told they were asked to refilm it with only Mighty Morphin and forward scenes in it. So it was, it was, it was, they were told ahead of time that, uh, you know, the deal that we have in place and they, they Saban said, we're going to use this footage. Is there any way that while you're filming it, you could also remove the actors who we don't have here. And actually, if you look, there is a mistake because one of the scenes, one of, there's a suit from the, from season two, uh, whatever uh, the Thunder Megazords, whoever they belong to, those suits show up for a second. You can see it in the background. There's a lot of mistakes in here because this is this is why I'm saying this wasn't made by people who cared because the Titanium Ranger's mask is on the exterior of his suit, not the interior of his suit. Like, how dare you? That's the first ever American-made Power Ranger. Why would you? Who? What, what jerk put that on the outside? Didn't do their research. Tommy's Green Ranger helmet had the gray stripe, had the fighting spirit gray stripe down it. It wasn't the, it had to be digitally painted Mm -hmm. afterwards because they filmed it with the other one. So there's a lot of stuff where it's like, it was all, they filmed and were like, "Uh, all right, well, we've got to go back and kind of do our best to make it a little bit better. I I just, it, it, it felt all disrespectful in the end. Like we had been taken advantage of for our loyalty to this franchise. It's, it's weird because like having recently watched the Operation Overdrive special and like how much I dislike Operation Overdrive, I feel like that's a better special than this, which should have been a very kind of like epic, legendary yeah. battle, right? This and wasn't like, going to keep this isn't going to happen every time, you know, so it's. It's insane that I have a much higher regard for the Operation Overdrive one, considering how much I dislike that season as a whole, in comparison. Did you wonder why they exploded at the end? Yes! Because and I, looked also, away, I looked away from the screen and I had to rewind it and I was like, wait, what? And then like the Rangers, the Megaforce Rangers are like happy and I was like, no, they're are they dead? Well, I they, uh, the thing is, all those dots shoot off into the stars. And I was like, but only like five of those people aren't from Earth. <laughs> like, or, you know, let's say the Aquatar Rangers and uh, the Lost Galaxy Rangers. So you've got like maybe a total of 15 Rangers that aren't from Earth, but they all just like borderline. They left in such a moment that it threw you to the feet. But then also they're like stars, like in the Lion King. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand. And I hate the end. I hate when they're just like, we go home. And then Troy like leaves of all things, his super mega force. So his up battle size sword in the ground. And then the silver ranger is not going to go back to his planet now or something. Cause he's like with going with them. I, I don't. And then the only two rangers with any sort of character development do end up together. Yeah. Just out of, out of nowhere. I, I just, I, it was a series that didn't, it was, it was just like, okay, well, we know we have this war at the end and we're just kind of do, we're going to go. It was like a series that literally is just episode to episode that just, it, it had the footage for years too, a lot, lot further ahead than most shows have the, have access well, to it's, the footage. You see, you see part of it in the first episode. So like it, it's essentially baiting people the entirety of it to be like, you better hold on. Like as crappy as this is, you better hold on, hold on to your butts. Like, it's going to be crazy. You won't believe where we go with this. And then 
it's it's what two minutes of a fight scene right yeah it's just it and it's not even that good it's like i already said it had all those mistakes also when the ninja like rangers were fighting it's just tommy making karate noises but like tommy's not in the scene so i don't even know what was going on with that but um it's 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 not good, but I will say it's better than the fighting that was happening earlier in the episode, because at least I can like see what's going on. Yeah. And it, I also, that's just like mega force. When I think of mega force, I think of that terrible CG sparks on them. It's always yeah. CG sparks. And I like, yes, they still do do that on the show. And I wish they didn't. I'd wish I miss the days of all the, the pyro and the suits themselves, which they do. They do on beast morphers. I feel like a little bit, but, um, I just it it's not good. It's it's not even it's not even that it's not good. It's insultingly bad. I think that's why we spoke about it as long as we did, too. It's just it's unfortunate. It's it's a waste. Yeah, it's a waste of a thing when you don't know. I mean, let's face it. I don't know how much longer Power Rangers is going to be on the air. I think it, it, you know, with the right care and attention, it could be a, it could be heroes like Ninja Turtles or Superman or Batman, things that are around for years and years and decades and decades. And we, you know, we proved that at this point almost, we're almost at the third decade. But like, I don't, if it's treated like that, it's not, it, that's where it doesn't have a lot of life left in it because the beauty, the reason why it survives is because of its, how, how it can continually reset like Doctor Who. It can keep being its own thing. Mm. I'm more so even the Doctor Who, you know, it's, 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 it's like, it's like an anthology series that has continuation within it. And it's just one of those things What when you don't respect it, when you don't respect it for what it is and why people love it, you get crap like that. But when you say the show has been on for this long and it means something to people, why does it mean something to people? And you figure that out, then you can make something great. Agreed. So, so I don't know. You have anything else to say about this garbage dumpster heap? <laughs> no, no, I feel really bad for anybody out there that was like, mega force is my favorite season. I mean, like I, I started this episode by saying like, I didn't hate the seasons leading up to this. I just, the more I think about like what it was supposed, this kind of like penultimate episode was supposed to be. I feel like I was sold a bill of goods and it, it didn't deliver. Like I, I enjoy like certain characters in this and I enjoy like certain scenes and episodes and things like that. I don't hate Megaforce and I don't hate super Megaforce. I agree with what you're saying about like the issues you have, like in general overall, but it's, it's, I don't dislike it as much as say operation overdrive in terms of like the overall narrative. I just think that, this specific kind of end and what it was supposed to be as this epic conclusion and this epic anniversary for a, a beloved series is a disservice to fans and to, to young kids who kind of like had been following along for two seasons and who maybe were finally getting engaged with learning about what power Rangers could be or what was before they were interested and then they're seeing this and it's just like, okay, like it's two minutes. That's I just always, work. I feel like every season should kind of be treated with that air of what if this Respect. is how power Rangers goes out? You know, what if that was it? Mm. I would, I would have said the show went out with a whimper and what a, what a sad thing that was, you know, um, it just, it feel it, it all around to me. It feels so lazy. I, I that's that's what it comes it's, down to it, i think you know what it feels like is if they 
it's like one of those things where like when you're in a creative writing class or something like that and you you start with what you think is this kind of like clutch ending and then you're just like okay well i just have to figure out how to get there and but you you don't actually do anything to make the the journey to get there be worthwhile right it's yeah it's, what if you had the idea for the end of lord of the rings but you to get there it wasn't an epic journey and your characters weren't worthwhile or your characters weren't something people couldn't get invested in and i feel like that's what this was like they had an end that it even it wasn't even something that the creators of this season were creating they were handed they were like look we got this you can use it or you can't what do you want to do? And they were like, oh, this is gold. This is gold for an anniversary season. And then they just like fumbled so hard that they stood up with the football in their helmet, like with it just sticking out between like their grill. It's it, it's just it's it's unfortunate. I've, I'm hoping that we are in a little bit of a turnaround now, so we'll see where it where it goes. But but yeah, so that's that's it. That's our f- thoughts on uh, this the the super ultra mega disappointing legendary battle. Um, oh, an ultra loss. Yeah. So if you want to let us know what you think, please do. If you completely disagree, I would really love to hear why. I'm not going to say you're wrong, but I'll listen. I'll give you that. Um, but uh, yeah, you can send us an email at podcastrangers at gmail.com or you can uh, get in touch with us on Twitter, Instagram, also both at Podcast Rangers. And that is going to do it. But we will be back with another episode of Podcast Rangers. <laughs>